Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before, which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. Yo, yo. I go by the name of Pharrell from the Neptunes. And I just want to let y'all know I'm your push. The world is about to feel something that they never felt before. Come on. Ghetto to ghetto, the backyard to yard, I sell it with one will. It's off the hard, I'm the neighborhood pusher. Call me subwoofer, cause I pump bass like that jack on the off the track. I'm heavy, cuz ball to your father, you can duck to the Fetty Gov. Sorry, what up, what love, up, what up, San Antonio, Corpus, Laredo, Austin, Del Rio, people up in Tyler, people up in Shasta, people down the whole 305 South Florida region. You are tuned in here to the Wednesday edition of the Sports Grind. Calvin Casey, Sam spinning the one and twos. We are broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios, and today's show is going to be presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. Make sure you visit their website at www.hazelskyonline.com where you can shop for the comforts of your own home. You can check out all their products, CBD oil products, their disposables as well also. That is Hazel Sky Smoke Shop. And this first segment of the day is going to be sponsored by Way to Grow. Way to Grow is a full-service landscaping company that can handle all your residential or commercial needs. That is Way to Grow, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. 736-9760 is your number. You know the routine. If it's anything that you want to discuss that's sports-related, feel free to call. Just ask you to be patient during the breaks and the segments, and uh, we'll get to the phone calls accordingly. Also, don't forget, if you didn't tune in yesterday, um, the uh, Sports Grind Twitter page is back up and active and running. Same uh, handle, at Sports Grind, but basically starting from scratch. So um, got a good positive feedback, you know, phone was going off all night. I was like, okay, you know, I guess this is the world it is, but – Feel free to go ahead and um, at me on Twitter. Um, anything that you want to uh, discuss or comment on, again, you can uh, follow me at Sports Grind. Uh, so that's that. Also, um, uh, probably by Friday, um, I'll be letting you know. I've been kind of keeping you uh, in the loop here of the whole new um, transition for Sports Grind going forward. So, um, probably Friday, I'll be letting you know uh, a producer that'll be starting effective uh, this Monday. I think this Monday or Tuesday, no later than Tuesday, but for sure probably by Monday. I'm pretty sure we'll get everything squared away by Monday. Uh, but yes, and then, you know, probably within the next week or so, too, I'll be letting you know uh, what has been the final outcome or what's going to be the final outcome of uh, – the new co-host that will be joining the sports grind family. So that's the update on that. Like I said, uh, follow me or at me on Twitter at, at sports crime. And uh, here we go. What's up, Sam? Not much, my man. How we doing? All right, man. It's hump day, hump day. I like that shirt by the way, because it has Adidas. I like that. 
That's like one of those retros, I can tell. Yeah. So we've got uh, some things to get to. Um, I said yesterday, you know, if you look around the industry, I mean, this is one of those periods that are kind of the dry, you know, doing this now for about 16 years, know that this is one of those dry periods, even though, like I said, due to COVID and the situation, the last 18 months has allowed the NBA finals that would normally be finished. It's continuing, you know, game four tonight. We'll talk about that here shortly. Uh, but definitely got some things going on uh, that's come down the wire, especially this morning that's kind of broke. We talk, we'll talk, get into the Richard Sherman situation. Uh, keep in mind, I mean, he was – I mean, he's a free agent, okay? Uh, he hasn't really locked on to anybody. Um, but, I mean, there were some teams that were rumored uh, the possibly that him to be involved with. I know the one team that was really linked to him – uh, was the New Orleans Saints, but we'll talk about uh, Richard Sherman and his his uh, legal woes. Um, also, we're coming off the All Star Game last night. The uh, American League pick, pick up another victory in our All Star Game. Seems like they usually win it all damn things all the time. Uh, they had a long streak going there. But really, to talk about yesterday's game, I mean, you know, Otani going into it was was the deal. You know, he was the first player to be voted on as a pitcher and as a hitter. Um, you know, Vlad Jr., he's your MVP. Uh, that's because um, you're talking about his dinger he hit was measured at 468 feet. But he took it. I think he's the youngest to win the MVP honors as well, too. But really the talk of yesterday's game of the all-star out on the streets and in social media was the uniforms, the uniforms. They kind of got killed. People didn't like the uniforms. Um, I didn't really mind too much either way. I didn't really, really pay attention to it until, you know, that uh, a lot of people were, you know, kind of had negative comments on them. Um, Did you have a way about them anyway, Sam, on the uniforms? Did you check them out? They didn't have good reviews. The white ones were definitely better than the blue, but they were awful. They were, not a yeah, yeah. <laughs> not not a good look. Yeah, they got killed. They got killed on that. Um, also, we you know I talked about it. You know, Manford, the commissioner of baseball. You know, he'll usually, you know, when it's a hot mic in front of him, regardless what town he's in. You know, he's the type that plays to the crowd. I know I talked about it up yesterday. He had talked about hey the seventh inning. Doubleheader thing is going to go away. We're going to get back to some normalcy. Um, he didn't really put a bullet into it yet, but he pretty much let us know that the whole extra inning rule with guys starting on second is going to be looking to do away with. And I told you yesterday I have no problem with that. Uh, I don't like that rule, um, especially for my people out in the sports betting world. That's that's uh, It's been hard and difficult to cap throughout the years, what I've heard even baseball. Uh, we're going to dive into baseball uh, more in the second half of the uh, season here. But um, the one thing that I didn't touch on that he put out there was pretty much sending a message to the fan base of Oakland, well, the people of Oakland, and the fan base of the Oakland Athletics and to them. And pretty much he just said, hey, if things don't get done right, if we ain't come to some resolution with the city in this new stadium situation, you know, Vegas is going to be, yeah, they're an option. Now, to me, you know, this whole Oakland Athletics Stadium situation, which they play in a dump, by the way. We've talked about that for years on this show. Um, it is, it's an eyesore. 
Uh, but they've been, you know, they've had bathroom problems, urinal problems there. They definitely need in a new stadium. But I think it's a slippery slope. And it's to me, it's like Vegas is going to be the the city that really gets a current team, a current team that's going to any type of arena struggles, can't get the people to vote on new refunding. Vegas is going to be the leverage state for years to come for a while. Just get used to that. I mean, I don't know how I feel really with a commissioner kind of really. I mean, to me, I think it's it's sending threats out. But to me, it's not the it's not the it's the worst kept secret. I mean, it's it's not a big secret that is a lot of people, a lot of teams, a lot of owners um, see a lot of opportunity uh, to get into the Vegas market. Okay, and trust me, if anybody understands that, I do. I mean, because there will be a time here in the very near future that at least three, if not all four, the major North American sports will be in Nevada. It took the Knights to jump in the pool, uh, but I think the domino effect of going down forward is going to kind of speed up. And you kind of already see that from the kind of test of even the the Vegas Raiders being down there, even though they hadn't really been able to enjoy their new stadium because, you know, I told you on this show, uh, Mark Davis made a decision like, hey, we all can't open at capacity. We'll wait to 2021. We'll wait till next year, which is this year, by the way. But I still want to know from Raider Nation, I mean, what kind of products going to be in that stadium, though? It's beautiful. I get tired. I mean, you know, AC went down to Vegas a few months ago without me, and she was like, oh, you got to see the stadium. It's, you know, it's just trying to troll me and everything. I said, that's fine. But what is that product going to look like? And John Gruden from what I'm hearing, is almost in a situation where he's, I mean, he's got a 10-year contract, but which I don't think, I mean, from a guy that, you know, Mark begged him for almost a decade just to come back and coach the Oakland Raiders. I don't think it's a situation where necessarily John's on the hot, hot seat, but he's got to get, he's got to get some things going. And I think the first thing out of that situation is going to be Mayock, the GM, who they, you know, grabbed from the, you know, working the draft for the NFL Network. I was kind of skeptical of that from the get-go, never having experience in, in doing GM. You know, that's a whole different monster and basically getting prepared for a draft and covenant for a network. But that's the deal on that. But Manfred, I just thought that that was – I don't know how I feel about commissioners uh, really coming out and kind of putting the feet to the fire. They'd be like, hey, there's Vegas because we already know that they want, you know – I would even include ba- basketball. Basketball was always like, I don't know if it's smart to put a basketball. All these major, four major sport commissioners, okay, because we've got, you know, hockey's in there, but I'm talking about the baseball, uh, football's there. They've got the main one there already, but baseball and basketball will be following very quickly. So you've got that going on. Also, NFL news, like I said, we'll get into the Richard Sherman situation. There's some developments coming in on that that I didn't even know, didn't realize at first. I know I know his bail was being denied. This was like a domestic violence type of situation. Then now I'm hearing there's also a situation possibly with a hit and run that he's being investigated for. I think basically a car somebody had to see, of course, registered in his name. So we'll definitely react to that. We've got other NFL news. I got a message for Patrick Mahomes. Don't backtrack, Patrick. Don't backtrack. I didn't get a chance to get to this yesterday, uh, but Mahomes kind of sent some shots at a former peer. And then when it kind of got, you know, some some steam going, he kind of tried a little backpack. No, don't do that. 
Don't do that. We'll talk about that as well. We've got some other NFL news. We've got NBA game four tonight that we'll jump into as well. You'll listen to the Sports Grind. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shot. We're broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. 736-9760 is your number to participate. Sam's been the one and twos. This next segment is going to be sponsored by the Fighting Rooster Sports Bar located off of Broadway. Uh, they show all the major UFC fights and boxing events. Also, they have soccer viewing watching parties every Saturday and Sunday morning. Happy hour specials Monday through Friday. That is the Fighting Rooster Sports Bar located off of Broadway, official sponsor of the Sports Crime. Um, some other things doing. Uh, we've got, of course, uh, told you I'd get into that Patrick Mahomes thing. We're definitely going to look at the Richard Sherman situation. I guess the timing of this, especially with him being a free agent and kind of what's stemming from this, some serious charges, maybe possible fellow charges. No, he was, uh, you know, held without bail for there for a while. I haven't heard the update too much on that. Um, also, you know, former quarterback Jay Cutler is in the news. Um, you know, he's, he's suffering from, uh, early signs of CTE. Uh, definitely want to touch on that. Also the British open tees off, um, early this morning, uh, coming up tomorrow. Well, technically, you know, after probably they get going, I don't know when the live coverage starts, but there's a time disparity of course before, but usually British is always early. We always in the morning. Uh, but just for some of you uh, sports betters out there across the land that participate in golf, because trust me, there's some, you know, there's some people that yeah, I've never been a big golf guy in regards to laying action on. But uh, if you're looking at those type of things, John Rahm is one of the desert favorites coming in. He's at plus 725. Uh, Brooks Kepka is right there, probably with the next best odds at a plus 1400. And Roy McIlroy plus sixteen hundred, and if you look at Jordan Spieth and Justin Thompson, and you look around eighteen hundred plus eighteen hundred. And whenever I see these, and the reason why I like looking at even the odds now on golf major golf tournaments coming in is because it, it's amazing still to me in regards to when Tiger was in his heyday, and how the people in the desert would treat him in regards to it's like almost it was the action on really whether you're taking the field or Tiger. I mean, you're talking about two-to-one odds, like stuff that is just unheard of even now in golf because those are some decent odds. Some, some Those are pretty much long type of shot shot odds that I'm just reading off to you. But even Tiger's A-Day, that's even more impressive when I look at stuff like that now. But anyway, all right, before we get going with the NBA uh, tonight in game um, four tonight, Got to talk to start with our USA men's national team since I've made them the topic of the story for the last couple of days on the negative side. Um, they stopped the bleeding yesterday. Uh, they had a blowout victory over Argentina, uh, 108 to 80. Uh, Kevin Durant had a good a game. I think the, the, the people that were there, the, the, the stars that we expect, um, 
you know, got it done. I, I think really where it came down to, um, I know Pop said, hey, we're proving that we're get, we, you know, play more consistent, you know, put it together. We're playing the shows. We're going the right direction. I think it's really just a point of a sense of pride. I mean, I think, you know, I didn't really go into it yesterday. I mean, I get it because a lot of people are, you know, I've heard a lot of people in the industry and a lot of people out there saying, hey, you know, they're spinning it. Well, look, it's no secret the global game has gotten better. Saw this coming. All this kind of stuff. But at the end of the day, I've been saying for the last few days, if you haven't listened, that I just feel as long as we put our professionals over there, and right now we have arguably the best player in the world over there, speaking of Kevin Durant, these countries, for most of these countries, we're supposed to win. I'm not looking at the expectations where, you know, they dubbed them guys up last night, uh, damn near about 28. I mean, you know, about 28 points. You can't – I'm not expecting that all the time. But I think what you saw yesterday was a sense of effort and a sense of urgency of because Kevin Durant, this is part of his legacy too. I mean, he can't, he's not in a situation where he's trying to be either, you know, LeBron is a measure stick for him in his era, whatever it might be. He can't, he's the leader over there right now. He's the best player. He can't, he can't really come home without a goal because that's going to go on his legacy. And don't think Kevin Durant, Mr. Sensitivity, Mr. Ralph Trezevant, don't think Kevin Durant doesn't know that either. KD knows that. You know, he knows that he's got to deliver the goal. So definitely, me personally, I'm not putting him out of the woods yet, uh, but definitely to stop a two-game skid and get a blowout victory like that over Argentina, very impressive. Now, the Argentina side, because I saw this, I'm like, wow. You know, and, and honestly, like I said, I didn't even know that he would still be part of the national team. Uh, but Scola, I think Scola now is 41 years of age. Um, and he still played on the national team, and I think he still logged, I want to say, 18 points yesterday or something like that that I thought I saw. I didn't even know he was still on the team. But if you listen to this show long enough, you know that's a sensitive topic with me, with Scola. Oh, man. Oh. that I've, I've ranked that up there. Um, that's always – that is probably – that's in the top two for me. And really some of the biggest, I mean, there's a lot of time we spent down here in this market, especially in this city, you know, enjoying, you know, the 20-year run and the positives and stuff like that. And usually, you know, it's kind of been me the one to look like, yeah, but this. Yeah, what if this? And I've said it forever, man. Scola, the decision not to pay hit that freight, that transfer, whatever it was at the time, I think his contract out with Argentina, because at the time, it would have put them like in a, a luxury tax situation, but I think it was a $45, $50 million buyout and his prime because um, he's going to go down as one of the best Argentina players too for their country and history. We'd, I've always, we'd be sitting on, I would say we'd definitely be sitting on six right now. I, I, I mean, if they would have made that decision to bring him over when they had the opportunity and you put him and the prime with Manu, and you put him in that situation at that time, I think definitely the Lakers situation with Shaq and Kobe, I think that history's altered by at least one. Um, that would have been special. So every time he comes across, and I had no idea that he was still playing. I mean, he's been playing professionally, I guess. He just came you know, out of the NBA. He's kind of like out of sight, out of mind, in, in my opinion, in my eyes. But to see him resurface at the age of 41 and still be able to get those buckets, uh, Scola was a bad dude. I, I, and I really think, you know, of course, I understand he spent some time with the Rockets. He, you know, he had a couple teams he played for, you know, in the NBA. But I think what he and his prime on what how he would have fit down here in this system, skies would have been the limit.
Peter Holt didn't want to pay that that money at that time. And then I think what pissed me off, because years later, they end up going into the luxury tax, I think the year they did the Rosh on the steroids thing. There was some squad that put them for like one season. They were kind of over in that luxury tax. It was no more after that. That skull at the time would have been, but you're talking about, because uh, everybody talks about the point four, the Ray Allen shot, and I get it because those are visuals, but I always go back to Scola. Scola's staying in Argentina, and that's not buying that out after drafting him, putting on his right, his, owning his rights, really cost us a chip. In the heyday when it was that 0-1, that, that stretch with those Lakers and all that kind of stuff, that would have been something special. 736-9760. So props to the national team for stopping the bleeding. They did what they supposed to do. I think it really came down to maybe not so much of any type of adjustments. It just came down to the guys, you know, listening to Pop. And pop, and, and not only that, not saying they won before, but I think the sense of urgency and pride. That's really what it was about. You know, because you do have a bunch of – you have some guys over there that have just either been eliminated from the playoffs – that are on a run of 18 straight months of playing basketball or so. So I've kind of tried to be cool and nice on them from that standpoint, from that perspective. But at the end of the day, uh, when you have USA across your chest and you're a professional and and the standard has been set, look, that 92 team in Barcelona, that's the high, high ceiling. And I understand that was a different time then. It was less competitive international players. I get it. But at the end of the day, the bar, the ceiling is the ceiling. And the bar, when it's set, it's set. And that's just something that this current team and future current teams, as long as they're using professionals, that's just something that they're going to have to deal with, uh, you know, going forward in the expectations. And I don't care who's the coach. I don't care if it's Pop or whoever goes. That's just going to come as long as they, you know, are using professionals. And if that is too much for the players to represent or the coach, then I say let's go back to sending our college kids and our amateurs. But I think as Americans and and, and, and that, we've got too much pride for that because they be, we'd be sending our kids and our – amateurs from college over there and they still be playing against grown men and professionals that some of them are in the nba as well a lot of these teams i understand have players that are currently in the nba but definitely a positive man so wanted to give the national team the flowers i'm not it's not they're not out of the woods yet for me we know what sam's panic meter was at zero yesterday this kind of makes him feels a little bit better i guess too as well but at least they got the victory over uh, Argentina, and they did it in a dominating fashion as well. Listen to the Sports Grind broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studio, 736-9760. We'll be back. Today, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all the entertainment you love without the hassle. Direct TV Stream brings your live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before which means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in one place. And the best part? There's no annual contract. So stop waiting and get your TV together with DirecTV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760, broadcasting here for the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. 
And this next segment is going to be sponsored by First Serve Tennis. First Serve Tennis has been serving the San Antonio area for over 25 years. They offer all the name brand and rackets and apparel, and they offer same-day professional racket restraining as well, too. That is First Serve Tennis, official sponsor of the Sports Cry. 736-9760. All right, so, yeah, so props to our, our national team, uh, U.S. men's basketball team, uh, getting that victory and um, stopping that skid, but – just what it could have been with Scola, man. What it could have been, you know. What could have been. Every time his name gets brought up, you know, I, I just it brings me to that point of, of that, you know. What if? But anyway, also um, moving forward, the other NBA news before we get into Game Four tonight um, is uh, former Spur, former Toronto Raptor, current Clipper Kawhi Leonard. Um, went, uh, according to the Clippers, uh, went through successful um, knee surgery on a partial tear of his right ACL. Um, I, you know, there was already reports and thoughts as he was sitting out, missing the games. I mean, he missed their final eight playoff games. So uh, there was multiple reports out there that it was going to take surgery to go ahead and repair, you know, repair this. Um the question is now, because the other reports are is most likely he's going to decline this option and, you know, opt out where he's either going to listen to other couple other teams or he's going to, you know, decide to resign a few more years with the Clippers. This surgery definitely makes this very interesting. Um, I don't, me personally, um, it might be more of the, I don't know if it's fair to say, because I know a lot of people feel like it is a sideshow with his representation, whether it's Uncle Dennis, whether it's whoever. Um, they feel like that's kind of the the deal what you get with him. I think that that would be more of a deterrent for his suitors than even people worried about uh, this knee situation, um, you know, with him. Definitely going to, I mean, a slight tear is not all the way torn, but it's serious enough. And it, and they thought it was, it ended up being more serious than they thought. And it's crazy because if you remember in the game on the road in Utah when he did it, it was in the fourth quarter. And if I'm not mistaken, they were already up by double digits at the time anyway. You know, um, and I think it happened in the last four or five minutes of the ball game. So hindsight's twenty twenty. you know, Monday quarterback, what if, well, why would you leave him in there, you know, that long uh, per se in a blowout, but they can't go back and do anything about it now. But this is a very interesting situation going the off season because he's, it's out there now. Um, they tried to keep it as quiet as they could, but I knew once they decided or they, if he needed surgery, the, the secret was going to be up. The secret was going to be up. You know what I'm saying? You you were going to have to go ahead and release that, and then we get to sit back and see how teams want to handle that. I still think that they're going to be about three or four teams, if minimum, that that make the pitch, regardless of his situation um, and his and his injury. That's just my opinion, but we're going to see how it plays out. You know, because it's I mean they list they he missed the last eight playoff games for them. You know, it, then it came to oh why isn't he with the team? Why isn't he with that? But we'll see. Still one of the top players. I think he's hands down still the best two-way player in the league. But this is definitely, you know, putting a little, you know, extra intrigue to how he's handled. Um, I know I know the Clippers going to go all in to keep. They don't care. But if suitors, 
that's going to be going, whether the reports are the, you know, the Mavericks been out there, the heat that we just touched on, but like Sam alluded to last week, it's kind of early in time for the rumorville, but that's a fact that I'm pretty sure that he's going to end up opting out and there's going to be some other suitors, but it's a fact that he had to get cut on. And I knew that that was the big question going in, even when he was out missing those games, seven, three, six, nine, seven, 60. Um, also, what else do we got going? So keep on that. And a good, another thing about that is, you know, even though when he was going through the saga down here, there was reports leaking that kind of possibly, uh, you know, having some type of knee damage, uh, you know, degenerate knee. I, I heard that a lot on this show, and we had kind of talked about that um, in regards to that. But that's maybe that's – and I always felt that, you know, this whole low management situation with him and whether he stays with the Clippers, goes to the Heat, go to anywhere else – they're going to have to know, and I think this team and his team, speaking of Kawhi's team, the Uncle Dennis of the world's his agent, they have to realize, you know, it's obviously Kawhi has some major durability and health issues with his knees. I think you, um, I, I think he's still good enough that you got to roll the dice and try to manage that, you know, because make, make, make no mistake, there are NBA teams, there's teams in any sport that believe they have the best medical doctors and people on staff. I've heard a lot of – I know when Shaq went down to Phoenix, um, Chris Paul currently, I've heard those two that really say – and they've been on multiple teams. They just said when they hit to Phoenix, something about their training staff and something about them that really just pretty much they, – they're, they're one of the best. So the other thing about Kawhi is obvious the fact he's got trust issues. Make no mistake about it. And there's a lot of players – in all sports like him. They just don't they don't have that mystique of being awkward and weird and quiet and don't want to speak. I don't know about this, but there's obvious he's put it on front street and his team. They've got trust issues with medical staffs. At least two out of the last three they dealt with. Here, now we're finding out if the reports are true in Clippers. Didn't really hear about it in Toronto. I mean that to me that was some like that was kind of like a blur, and you were on a championship run, so you didn't really hear any problems about and, – and they gave him a lot of load management as well, too, opportunities. Uh, but I still think there's teams out there that are willing to take that risk despite you know him coming off this surgery because the upside with him. But the million-dollar question with him is how much of his career that's left is he going to be that healthy? You know, And, I, and I've been on record here on this show saying, hey, you know what, if you give him – out of 82 games, if you give him 21 nights off to 25 and he's and you're paying him max money to pay, you know, to play, what, 50 games, a 50-game schedule or 55-game schedule maybe, as long as he's there in the playoffs and he's proven he shows him the playoffs, he's worth it. But now he got hurt in the playoffs and he missed the last final eight games. So very an intriguing situation uh, with him. 736-9760. All right, let's go before we got time. To go for, let's go to Clark. Clark, you on the sports crown here on Ticket 760. What's up, Clark? Uh, everything good. I hope everything good with you. Yes, uh, Clark. Doing, hey. uh, appreciate, appreciate the show. Love the show. Keep going through your thing. My quick question for you is uh, about that whole Kawhi Leonard thing. Do you think he would be a good fit for the Heat? In my mind, I'm apprehensive because they have, to me, good chemistry right now. And I don't want to mess it up with so many young players. Just curious what you think. Again, appreciate the caliber, John. Okay. All right. Thanks, Clark. Yeah, I know Clark's our diehard Heat fan of the show. Um, with Spolster down there doing what they do, um, you know, bam, then, yeah, I think it fits. I think it works. Um, you know, I don't know exactly what, you know, 
what moving parts that would happen if he's in, who's out, who we'd be matched with. I know one thing, Jimmy Butler, um, they need Jimmy Butler needs some help. I mean, I mean, when I when help, you know, he needs that and and of course Bam is there, you know, but I, I think they're missing Jimmy really kind of needs that third wheel per se. And um, you know, we'll see. And I know it was gonna be Oladipo, but you know, he ended up getting hurt uh and couldn't go. Uh but yeah, I can see that working. Um I'd see that could work. And look, if you've got the right strong minded coach, which Spolster is, I mean, coaching LeBron, winning championship, coaching on learning under Pat Riley, and you've got the right structure in the front office and you've got an owner, you got that, you can make it, you can handle what comes along with Kawhi if you want to, if you think the upside is there, if you think you are Kawhi Leonard from a championship, compete with a championship. So there's not too many places that I don't think it would work with Kawhi. It just depends on what Kawhi's state of mind is. You know, you've got to go and understand that he's got – I mean, one thing I can't defend Kawhi on is that he's got some health issues. He's got bad, I mean, he's got bad knees. I mean, that's just the reality. That's just facts, you know. Um, but that's the situation. But to answer your question, Clark, yeah, I think it work in Miami. And you probably don't want to get Pat Riley in a room by himself with, with Kawhi either. He probably could sell him and get it done. But I, 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 if you ask me right now, I think he stays in, in with the Clippers. If you ask me right now, that could change. But if you ask me my opinion on today's date, I would tell you, he stays. 736-976. we get back, we'll get to Fox News. Dave, you listen to the Sports Crime Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. All right, back here on the Sports Grind, 736-9760. Broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. Today's show is being presented by Hazel Sky Smoke Shop, San Antonio's number one premier upscale smoke shop. And this next segment is going to be sponsored by Tiger Sanitation. Tiger Sanitation, if you're looking for a job, they're a great company to work for. They do a lot of stuff for the San Antonio community and other surrounding areas as well. That is Tiger Sanitation, official sponsor of the Sports Grind. And shout out to Tiger Sanitation, too, for switching their days and their shifts in my neighborhood to Wednesdays from Thursdays. That made it better. You know, the trash would sit Thursdays. And it's usually my thing. It's my job to take it out, but it's their job to go ahead and clean the fridge out and the trash out. Because usually I won't take it out to like 1 o'clock in the morning on those days, but that's been solid. Doesn't let it build up there. But that's a side note. Tiger Sanitation, fish response to the sports grind. Um, but, no, that's the situation we'll find out with, with Kawhi. That's going to be a very interesting situation there. But before we get into a little bit of Game 4 action tonight, let's go back to the phones. Let's go to Fox News Dave. Fox News Dave, you on the sports grind here on Ticket 760. What's up, my man? Not much. Welcome back to Twitter, sports grind. <laughs> yeah, so. man, they left me no choice, man. I was the last man standing. Everybody's like, look, man, you got to do something on Twitter. I said, you know what, I'll, I'll try it. I got. I know that I love my fan base that takes their time out from them to convince me, like, can you just please get on Twitter, man? So that's well, I'm one of those. I'm one of those fans. I'd say the water's just fine. Come on in. I hear you, man. Hey, let's look ahead to next year's NBA season. Uh, I know we still got a champion to crown. I know we got a draft, potential uh, trades and whatnot. But uh, of the final four, Milwaukee, Atlanta, the Clippers, and Phoenix, 
which team do you expect or have the uh, expectation of their continue their run that, that has higher hopes? And throw in a dark horse if you think maybe there's one in there. Just and you said you and, you, and you said Milwaukee and who the else? Final four. Okay, the, the, the final. The, the final, final four, four and again, you can throw anybody else in there, but I'm just curious what you and Sam think going next year. What uh, who to have the most expectations for? Like to get back where they were. Okay, I, yeah, I, I, or just I, to continue. I get what you're saying. All right, Fox News, Dave. Uh, for me, if you're talking about the final four, I mean, I think obviously one of the ones that was in the final four that uh, you know didn't quite. Uh, you know, make it. I mean, well, first of all, let's just start with the two that's here. I think the thing about Phoenix is I think they're very young. You know, I don't know. You know, it's going to be, it's not really been talked about, but I don't know what, where Chris Paul's mindset is. If he's, you know, he's, what are we right now? He is two victories away, just two victories away of chasing that, um, fulfilling that dream and getting that gold trophy. So, I don't know if that basically sits there. I doubt it that he would want to sit there and ride into the sunset. You never know, though. Who knows? Um, you know, but if you tell me that, you know, Chris Paul is coming back for another run, I think that, you know, complacency is always something that you have to fear in any sport when it comes to getting a title and how does that team come back to defend it. This team being young, that's something I would, you know, be concerned about. Chris Paul's never been in that situation before, even though he has veteran leadership. So I definitely would start with them that they're definitely one of the team because they're youth and they bring back Chris Paul. They're a team that would still be in contentions to challenge to get in that final two spot of the Western Conference. Um, I think also if you look at Milwaukee side, um, I picked Phoenix to win this series. I believe that, in my opinion, I just don't know if Budenholzer, Coach Bud is what we call him, is the coach that's going to get them over the hump. Um, I really don't. I don't like their style that they play. I don't like – I mean, Giannis is a freak. That's why his nickname is that. I get it. I've only been critical of him because maybe it's the fan part. Maybe it's the media that I felt that has kind of coddled him. Say, oh, no. I mean, that's starting to change a little bit. I will say that with his free throw shooting and all that. But – I would tell you that I don't feel like he's developed a lot around his game under coaching. Like some of this stuff is just natural gifted. And yes, Giannis works on certain things in the offseason, but I would still say them being in the East, pretty much people in con you know, in in you know, contracts are kind of, you know, taken care of. I think their core East, they would still be a, a threat. When you go outside those two, um Atlanta, I know they removed the interim uh, label from Nate McMillan. Um, I think Trey Young had his coming out party. I, I know one of their big men, um, Spurs, uh, a lot of people have their target on this guy. So I don't know if it's the same Atlanta team, but they, they're they in the East. They'll be around. I think when you look at the Brooklyn Nets, I mean, I think other than health-wise, uh, especially with James Harden and Kyrie, but I would say even with James, because I think James and KD, even if Kyrie would have been hurt or whatever, I think they would have had enough to get it done, even with those two, at least to get to the finals, maybe get it done. So really, Fox News, Dave, I think when you look at it, if Dark Horse, um, I don't know. That, you know, Clippers is another one. I mean, if they bring everything intact and it was just injury losing Kawhi Leonard, why blow that up if he wants to come back? You'd have to give me some time to think of dark horses. I don't know if it would necessarily be too much of a dark horse, 
Um, I, I really like on. I really like the way Memphis played this year. I think Memphis is enough. I'm high on John Morant. If you want to say maybe a dark horse, I don't know if you would consider them a dark horse, but I think they can definitely take the next step. Um, you know, that's a young team too that's well coached, that's going in the right direction. So we'll see Utah. I don't know, man. I don't know. You know, I don't know about that. Uh, but again, they're talented enough. That, uh, Donovan Mitchell is one of the best players in this league, a top 10, 15 player. And, you know, he's an all-star, Rudy Gobert, they would be. So I think your normal, usual suspects that we saw this year, I don't think they're really going anywhere. That's that's the best way I can answer that, Fox. 736-976, you listen to the Sports Crime broadcasting here from the Rounders Car Club Studios. We'll be back. I dropped some garlic and croutons on there, and the rest is salad history. I made the best salad ever, people, and now I'm making the best app. The Caesar Sportsbook app got live in-game betting, parlays, and Caesar rewards. Caesar salad ain't got nothing on my app. Nothing. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call, text, or chat 1-888-532-3500. Download the Caesar Sportsbook app. Your app is ready, Emperor.